Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome to Monday. Hey, welcome to Monday. Glad you're uh, along for the ride. It's, uh, yeah, 5.08, Monday, November 20th. It's Thanksgiving week. Sweet smokes, are you cutting back on the treats today so you can uh, enjoy your Thursday? Yeah, it's a whole, uh, we'll kick you off in style here in the second half of the show. But, uh, yeah, this is a short week for me. We'll talk about that in the schedule here in a little bit as we move along here on this delightful Monday. Boy, uh, we're reminded of why we live in Nebraska. This uh, uh, we're, we're finally out of the uh, pleasant fall weather and into uh, more seasonal uh, temperatures and rain. And So anyway, be careful out there. Boy, there's some slick streets, uh, sounds like, and a uh, bad accident. So be careful out there, boys and girls. It's uh, uh, We want to keep you safe uh, as you head into Thanksgiving. So uh, educate, inform, entertain. Let's do all of that. Let's build up instead of tear down uh, truth over tribalism and uh, principles over partisanship. Uh, follow us uh, on X, formerly known as Twitter, and the Facebook pages. What did I do on well i teased the show out a little bit so give you an idea of what that was coming up and uh yeah and some other news stories over the weekend that i posted uh so yeah check out the you know that's where i'm most active is on x so check that out we'd love to if you're not following us we'd love to have you do that and uh yeah but uh, if, and remember, hey, if you missed the premiere Friday of uh, Dating Over Fifty, uh, the premiere episode with Dr. Trey, you can uh, uh, you can find that on your favorite podcast platform anytime you like, and uh, uh, or just go to KLIN.com and find the Dan Parsons page, scroll down and find the episode you're looking for. But uh, yeah, I got some good reviews. Some people uh, had some good comments about that uh, dating over 50 episode. We'll do it again. It sounds like it's, uh, we'll try to do it on a regular basis, uh, maybe once a month. Uh, so we'll get ready for the next episode of that coming up in December. And uh, so, yeah, we'll do that. Johnny. Producer extraordinaire, Johnny Cadillac. How's yes. how's your Monday so far? Oh, man. I'm keeping on my feet right now, just getting things worked out with this board. But, yeah, no, I can't complain. Okay. It's, uh, it's good to be here, as always, and uh, looking forward to the show. Yeah, absolutely, Johnny. Well, Oops, we... I said all that with my mic off. I heard you, but I don't think anybody else <laughs> I said, did. <laughs> man, I, I'm uh, like a chicken with its head cut off right now, just getting things finagled <clears throat> with the board. But, yeah, I uh, can't complain. It's I'm in a good mood. Looking forward to a good show today. There you go. Thank you, Johnny. Yeah, you're you're scrambling over there. Might get well. It is Monday. We're a little out of a little out of sync, and uh, so anyway, here we are. Well, it's my pleasure, as we do every Monday, to welcome Mister Matthew Hansen, editor of your Flatwater Free Press, onto the show. Matthew, welcome aboard. Hey, Dan. Yeah, you getting ready for uh, Thanksgiving at the Hansen uh, Hacienda? Yeah, we actually had one yesterday. It's also a balmy uh, 84 degrees in Omaha right now. Just uh, beautiful. So I heard it's bad in Lincoln. But well, thanks for that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm headed to uh, Austin tomorrow, so I'll... Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of 84 degrees, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. It, I looked at the forecast, though, and it, it is 80 down there today. I looked at the forecast, though, and it's going to get... Uh, it's going to get a little bit more seasonal, even for them, uh, in the 60s, looks like, the rest of the week. So it'll, for this northerner, it'll... Pack, fe- your, pack your jacket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they'll all be bundled up in parkas and everything. But, uh, yeah, so Austin, uh, Austin for a couple days, and then over to San Antonio. So, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's a it's a good time always. Uh, you know, all my kids. I got two kids in Austin, one in Corpus Christi, a brother and sister in law in San Antonio. So we'll uh, and and I love to fly. I fly out of Lincoln uh, that direct flight to Houston. I can I'll be drinking drinking a beer and eating taco in Austin by noon tomorrow. So <laughs> that sounds all right. <laughs> well, listen uh, and and let's bring on uh, the other line. I think she's with us, uh, Yin Shi Shu. Uh, uh, investigative reporter with Flatwater Free Press, uh, Yin Shi, are you with us? Uh, hi, hi, welcome Good back to. Here. Yeah, we're delighted to have you. Welcome back to the show. I, uh, I teased uh, Matthew about this a week or so ago. You know, I, uh, I wear your T-shirt often now, so I love that you have T-shirts. <laughs> Team Yin Shi. So, and I'll just tell you this. I told Matthew and our listeners, I was at a uh, a dinner party uh, with a bunch of people a couple of weeks ago when I re- wore my Yen Chi, Team Yen Chi shirt. And not only did people know uh, your story, uh, but uh, I had this delightful conversation uh, with a young woman who, she wasn't driving age, you know, 14, 15 years old. And she knew your story. And so it was just heartening for me as a fan of journalism uh, to know that uh, you're making an impact, young lady, and uh, uh, people in this state by your your fine work. So anyway, wanted to pass that along. Thanks. (laughs) Well, listen, uh, Matthew, let's uh, chat about this story. So uh, as you pointed out in your newsletter... Uh, a few days ago. The story's been told in small-town Nebraska for years. Uh, you wrote that you remember hearing uh, in, in the 90s as a farm kid uh, near Red Cloud, uh, you know, the rumors were wild. Ted Turner was buying up the sand hills and jacking up prices. And uh, later it was Bill Gates and then the Chinese government and then, you know, who else? Uh, but uh, uh, this new story by Yin Shi and Destiny Herbers, uh, who's spending the most on Nebraska fam- farmland? Uh, who's buying Nebraska? Corporations, investors, uh, grabbing giant chunks of Nebraska farmland. So, uh, again, congratulations on another fine piece of investigative journalism. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. It's the start of a series. You know, we're going to be doing this the rest of the year and really try to separate fact from fiction um, and show people who is buying up Nebraska. I mean, it's a, it's a, I think a really important data journalism project that Yinchi and Destiny have have been working hard on for months now. And yeah, it's really excited to get it out to the public. And judging by the reaction, uh, people are Nebraskans are really interested in this information too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I'll remind our listeners, uh, flatwaterfreepress.org, if you haven't read that story or others, you can sign up for Matthew's uh, weekly newsletter, and of course you can read all their stories uh, online. Uh, No paywall, no cost, Uh, Nebraska's very first 
uh, nonprofit newsroom. Uh, but this is a giving time of the year, and so I'll just remind our listeners that uh, – um, you do take contributions to keep the wheels on the bus and and keep these great stories coming. So, uh, but Matthew, uh, anything else you'd like to mention before we turn you loose and uh, let you get back to uh, uh, to uh, preparing for your next Thanksgiving meal? Yeah, uh, just just that this is exactly the sort of journalism that that we kind of envisioned when we were imagining Flatwater. I mean, it's. Um, and as Yinchi can tell you, uh, uh, Will, you know, this is serious data work. This is a ton of analysis. Um, th- this is the sort of thing that, that is really hard for, for other media outlets in the state to do. And we have the privilege, uh, the time, and the talented reporters um, like, like Yinchi to be able to, to do it. Uh, so I'm, I'm just really glad we're, we're getting this series out to, the, to Nebraska. Yeah, no, it's great work, and because uh, you partnered with UNL, right, on this project. Yeah, yeah, I should have mentioned that. I mean, this was Matt Wait, uh, journalist professor yeah. at UNL. Yeah, really, his idea. I mean, it came from a a conversation they had in a, a classroom, and so his data journalism class at the College of Mass Communication kind of did some of the initial um, uh, gathering of this these really hard to get and confusing and error ridden uh, uh, files. Um, tied to, to land sales in Nebraska, and then Yinchi and Destiny took it from there and really, you know, uh, pushed it uh, forward and, and got it ready for publication. Very cool. So it's a cool collaboration, too. Yeah, very cool. Well, Matthew, uh, you and Sarah have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll check in with you a week from today. Happy Thanksgiving, Dad. Thank you. All right. Matthew Hansen, editor of Flatwater Free Press. Always appreciate uh, Matthew kicking off our week and uh, this uh, great investigative story. Uh, so, Yen Shi, um, we've got a, a little bit of time here. Actually, we're sounds like we're going to get up, up, up against this uh, break. So, Yen Shi, you can hang on. Let's come back after the break and, and dig into this story. You bet. Very good. Uh, Folks, we'll take this quick break and come back on the other side. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Monday edition. bottom of the hour dan we we are having some technical difficulties again what you just said can you please repeat that no the music has stopped oh okay well i'll do that one more time thanks john yeah we still got a few ghosts in the system uh thanks for bearing with us Uh, johnny's uh johnny's on top of it and um yeah so new equipment in the studio we're still getting used to it so anyway uh coming up after the news break at five thirty six uh to help prepare for the thanksgiving dinner table uh four ways to avoid awkward moments at this year's thanksgiving uh dinner 
So uh, stay tuned for that. Well, it's my delight uh, to welcome back uh, Ying Shi Xu, uh, investigative reporter for Flatwater Free Press, and premiering her uh, first in the series of stories about uh, who's buying Nebraska farmland. Uh, and uh, Yin Shi, you uh, and your uh, reporting partner, Destiny Herbers, uh, dove into this. And obviously, you've been working on this a while, and this is the first in a series. So I'll be quiet and let you talk about this series uh, and what you found of who is buying uh, Nebraska farmland. Okay, yeah, thanks. So as Matthew's mentioned, uh, this project originated um, from this journalism class at UNL, uh, Professor Matt Waite uh, and his students acquired this data set uh, from the Department of Revenue, the State Department of Revenue, uh, which is uh, a data set of uh, uh, transaction records from the assessor's offices around the state because it's very hard if you are trying to gather all the data from all different, you know, uh, counties, right? So yeah, all 49 having, of them, yeah. <laughs> having, uh, you know, this many, you know, uh, counties to work with, uh, you know, c- can be really hard. And, and of course, the data is not perfect, but we still thought that this could offer, you know, good insight into who's at least buying Nebraska land, farmland in the past few years. So um, for the first story, we grouped the buyers. So we have to correct spellings of different company names, and we used a uh, their, their reported addresses to uh, to uh, determine if you know different companies are actually the same company, right? And so that we can say that you know instead of uh, purchasing this you know many acres, they actually purchase more because they purchase through different entities. So um, we did a you know a good um, you know uh, so we we, we did the the data analysis on the front end to be able to uh, ask questions. So we came up with a list of the top 100 buyers, hmm. both, by, both by by the number of acres um, purchased and by the, the you know, amount of money mm-hmm. they, they paid for, for this. And we excluded any sales that were not, um, you know, market sales. So, so for, for example, if, you know, uh, Within the family, there's, uh, you know, estate planning and all that, so that sure. when when the last generation passed down the uh, their farmland to to the next one, it, it often is not reflective of how much people are paying for uh, for farmland, right? So right. we excluded those transactions and only used the ones that the the assessor's office deemed as uh, qualified sales, which meant that uh, these are open market sales and can be used for um, a tax assessment purposes. So, uh, the, the you know, and we also wanted to just check our list against, the, you know, some of the common perceptions of who's buying Nebraska land because we often hear uh, a lot of people saying that there is a lot of, you know, foreign ownership and mm-hmm. um, farmland, uh, which we'll, we will cover in an upcoming story. But... Um, we really didn't uh, find any, especially like any companies tied to to, to China in the top hundred list mm-hmm. in both lists actually, but we did see uh, some you know foreign buyers like um, you know uh, Canada and other multinational c- corporations uh, that showed up in the, on those lists, and um, yeah, 
and then this uh, single biggest buyer um, who's like purchased the largest amount of ag land um, was the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you know. Uh, the Mormon Church. Or, or, exactly, the Mormon Church. Huh. Um, they, they actually bought a lot of land in the past five years, and there's more uh, huh. before that time period. So it's going to be the topic of our next story. So uh, definitely uh, keep an eye out for that one. Fascinating. Um, that's coming up this Wednesday. Um, and then we also saw many other corporate farms and uh, out-of-state owners um, who are buying Nebraska farmland as an investment vehicle, and they're spending a lot of money. So you, we were hoping to kind of uh, tell the story about how uh, big corporate farms and, uh, you know, uh, real estate developers and uh, investment firms were able to purchase a lot of farmland because they they have you know really deep pockets and financial backing that would uh, would enable them to buy uh, a lot of farmland that you know when 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 farmland prices are you know at a, an all time high almost um, in twenty uh, twenty three according to a, a study by UNL so you can see that kind of you know. Um, uh, Kind of the, the ownership structure change uh, in who's able to buy land, and in the meantime, uh, you know, a lot of smaller farmers who are just starting can't really buy land, or they have to like work as uh, you know uh, managers and uh, operators, and or who just like have to rent out land, which means that sometimes that you just don't have the assurance that other landowners would have to help you weather the, the dry years and the low price. Sure, years, uh, sure. As, uh, you know, yeah, Chuck Hasbrook mentioned in our story. We're visiting with Yin Shi Shu, uh, investigative reporter for Flatwater Free Press, and her fascinating, boy, I tell you what, Yin Shi, that, that the data in the story that you've written, I think is, just as Matthew said, this is why Flatwater Free Press exists, to, to do these in-depth stories, because literally there's nobody else uh, doing that kind of reporting in the state. And, uh, and it has been. This has been a fascinating topic of conversation for new generations in this state. And, uh, so good for you guys for digging into that. Uh, and, and as you mentioned, um, uh, you're coming up next week, a deeper dive into the Mormon church's, uh, shopping spree in Nebraska. Why, where is the church buying and why? So we'll look for that. Good work. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. It's coming up this week, actually. Yeah. But. <laughs> yes. Very good. Well, we'll look for it. And I'll just remind our listeners, flatwaterfreepress.org, if you're not signed up to read Yen Shi's uh, good work, uh, I'd encourage you to do that. Well, Yen Shi, that's, here we go again. It goes so fast. We're out of time. But I appreciate your good work and appreciate you taking some time to educate our listeners. No, thank you so much for, um, you know, uh, helping um, people understand this and, you know, promoting our work. And I really appreciate your, um, you know, interest and, you know, uh, kind words. You bet, Yen Shi. We appreciate it very much. All right, folks, that's the first half of the show. Enjoy the news, and we'll be back after this on 1499.3 KLIN. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And welcome back to the show. We're so delighted you chose to stick around for the second half of the show. My thanks to, uh, as always, on Mondays, our friends at Flatwater Free Press, Mr. Matthew Hansen, uh, editor of, Ma- of Flatwater Free Press, and Yin Chi Shu, investigative reporter. And, uh, yeah, boy, I tell you, we didn't have much time to dig into that story uh, first in a series on who's uh, buying land uh, in Nebraska. And, and and as Matthew noted, I mean, there's been rumors and, you know, uh, discussions for years about who's buying up uh, uh, land in Nebraska. So, man, they dig into it. It's it's a fascinating story. Uh, I'd encourage you to check it out if you're curious about who's buying uh, land in Nebraska. Flatwaterfreepress.org. You can find their work there. Uh, and no paywall. It's free. Uh, they take your donations, but uh, uh, you're not going to have to pay to read that story. Um, so, some programming notes. Uh, coming up on tomorrow's show, Mr. Tom Beckius, uh, our monthly check-in with Tom as uh, chair of our Lincoln City Council, uh, and Congressman Don Bacon uh, will be back on the show tomorrow, so don't miss that. And um, uh, and I'm out of here. This is my Friday. I'm taking the rest of the week off to go visit uh, family down in Texas. So uh, Mr. Doug Fitzgerald is guest hosting for me on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, no show on Thursday and Friday. We'll take Thursday off for Thanksgiving, and then the Huskers will... Uh, take care of you on Friday. And, so. of course, I will be here on Tuesday and Wednesday. Yes, you will. I will be hanging out with Doug. That's right, Johnny. We appreciate that. Um, yeah, so uh, a little segue into uh, what I'd like to chat about the rest of the uh, show here today. Because, um, yeah, I'm headed to Texas for Thanksgiving. I think, as maybe you've heard me say, all of my uh, kiddos are down in Texas, and I also have a brother and sister-in-law. And uh, so, yeah, flying into Austin tomorrow, spend a few days there, and and then go over to San Antonio for the rest of the week. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, looking forward to Thanksgiving. Um, but and, and here's the challenge for all of us, right, <laughs> is uh, those awkward uh, Thanksgiving dinners and getting together with family and friends that maybe we don't get to get to, to see very often. And so what do you do with those awkward conversations that, you know, Uncle Larry or Aunt Matilda, you know, seems to always want to... Uh, do you have an Aunt Matilda, Johnny? You got no, a little chuckle out of you no, there. No, I was just like, the, the names you use, I... <laughs> I was like, do you have an Aunt Matilda? I don't. <laughs> I, was like, I don't have an Uncle Larry either. But mm-hmm. 
Anyway. Usually yeah. my rule in life, everyone should have an Uncle Tom, but maybe that's just a me thing. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. So anyway, how do you deal? Uh, that's what I'd like to chat. It will open up the phone lines if you've got some tips uh, or text, 402-479-1400-TALK uh, or text. And uh, just let's, let's hear your tips on conversations that maybe get a little awkward at the Thanksgiving dinner table. And how do you handle those? So, uh, you know, it's as we've talked about a lot on this show, obviously, it's uh, uh, the political nature of, of the world we live in is, uh, you know, very toxic. And it's a challenge to uh, to navigate those conversations. And so, you know, here we are with another election year coming up uh, next year. And uh, it's it's a challenge. And uh, I know. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about my own personal situation, but I'm I'm just telling you that uh, it, it it's it's a challenge uh, to keep the peace and keep those conversations uh, going. So I've got a few tips, but I'd like to hear yours as well. But uh, uh, you know, one of the tips uh, that I've used before is uh, maybe have some responses ready. If you know that Aunt Matilda's going to be bugging you about, you know, who. Uh, uh, who you voted, who you're going to vote for in the next presidential election, and you know you don't want to open up that can of worms. Uh, you know, maybe you can have some uh, some canned responses to just head that off. Um, you know, what about the response that? And uh, and and don't do it in a snide way, but in a in a loving. Uh, uh, responsive way, maybe tell Aunt Matilda that you know, hey, I'm I'm just not your target audience. You know, I uh, I just don't really follow. You know, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> Most of the family knows that I uh, follow politics, but you know, if it's somebody that uh, uh, that maybe anyway, that's what are some strategies to avoid those conversa- conversations um, because it is challenging. And, uh, you know, it, it can easily go south uh, in, a, in a quick way. And, uh, and so, anyway, I'd like to hear your tips of how you avoid those awkward conversations. Uh, maybe, it's, uh, maybe it's something like, hey, let's keep the spiciness in the food and out of our conversation. Aunt Matilda, Uncle Larry, um, and you know, and it's not always about current events or politics either. I mean, it could be as simple as, you know, I know uh, the millennials and uh, and 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 younger people is always a uh, an easy target for the older audience at the table. Of you know, they may have their phones out. Uh, they may, you know, be dressed differently than than some of the older people at the table, and and so I think those are. And again, for for young people, uh, you know, how can you engage in a conversation? Because let's face it, as negative as maybe we ha- anticipate some of those awkward conversations to be, I'm really I love dinner parties. I, I I hopefully behave in a way that is drawing people out and into a conversation and not shutting <clears throat> shutting people out and, and trying to direct those conversations into a healthy uh, conversation that because um, you know you don't get to see these people uh, very often and I'm you know I'm going to be seeing people from from literally from Boston to uh, San Antonio and Houston and and just a wide variety of of people and I, I just think that's just such a 
wonderful opportunity uh, to learn uh, more than anything about not only what's going on in her life, but in their culture and their city. And uh, so anyway, I'd be interested in how you're, how you manage that at, uh, at Thanksgiving four zero two four seven nine fourteen hundred. talk or text, shoot us a note. Um, and and I'll just say this. Uh, I'll just since this is my Friday and I'm off the rest of the week. I'll just say how thankful I am for you, the listeners, uh, being able to now heading into our seventh month of this little experiment. And and I just appreciate uh, your patience as we. Uh, uh, well, first of all, the patience the last week or so of uh, getting used to this new equipment. Uh, but just your patience and welcoming me into this uh, into this uh, before this microphone. And it's been it's been fun. Uh, uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of work, uh, but it is a lot of fun to have these conversations. So anyway, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for Johnny for keeping the the wheels on the bus, and uh, thankful for Doug Fitzgerald for filling into me uh, for me from time to time. And and uh, so yeah, there's a lot to be thankful for uh, as we roll into this week. And I hope you can celebrate appropriately and uh, and uh, express. Uh, some conversations that maybe you haven't had a chance to have uh, recently with uh, with your family. Um, uh, here's another tip uh, that I think is uh, is maybe you can stifle those questions ahead of time. Maybe if you know that Uncle Larry uh, is is going to be a pain in the wazoo, uh, maybe you can uh, suggest to uh, uh, Uncle Larry's. Uh, spouse or Uncle Larry's uh, little brother to say, you know what? Every year, Uncle Larry tends to get down this uh, this theme of of uh, of beating up on the Huskers or whatever the theme is, you know. And maybe somebody can uh, can head that off ahead of time just to uh, be a little bit more uh, thoughtful and peaceful at the dinner table. Um, and then, you know, here's a here's a PR tip that I use a lot when talking to my clients, uh, when they're talking to reporters, um, you know, answer the question with your own question. You know, if there's a if there's a question that really is, you know, you're going to head down a road that uh, is going to be uh, not very happy and not very, it's going to turn into a contentious uh, moment. Ask ask them a question. You know, turn it around. Uh, change the topic, but maybe ask them a question that uh, it, it, that and again, you don't have to be a jerk about it, but it, it, that gets the conversation off from whatever they want to talk about and puts it back on their uh, plate to say, you know, um, you know, I hadn't really thought about that, but what about X Y Z? You know, what about uh, something that? you know is going to be some common ground uh, that you can find uh, something that you agree on uh, with. So that's a tactic we use in politics. And, well, it doesn't have to be politics, but when I train uh, our clients for uh, doing uh, media interviews, it's like, you know, you don't have to answer the question. You can ask a different question or suggest another line of, of, uh, of topics. So anyway, well, listen, let's take this little break and come back and finish up here on a Monday. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Dan Parsons show on 1499.3 KLIN. 
And welcome back to the Monday edition of the show. My thanks to uh, uh, Matthew Hansen and Yin Shi Shu for joining us in the first half of the show from Flatwater Free Press. Check out flatwaterfreepress.org and find out who's buying up our farmland in Nebraska. Uh, first in the series that uh, they're working on. Uh, and uh, coming up this week, uh, the second half, the second installment of that uh, series. Um, be talking about a deeper dive into the Mormon church. Who knew the Mormon church is on a shopping spree in Nebraska, buying up uh, uh, land and property here. And uh, so Yen Shi and, uh, and uh, Flatwater Free Press will dive into that, asking the question, where is the church buying and, and why? So that'll be fascinating. Um, but yeah, we're talking about Thanksgiving, since this is my uh, last day of the week here on the air, and heading to my family gathering uh, down in Austin and San Antonio uh, tomorrow and through the rest of the week. So yeah, what are those awkward conversations that, uh, and how do you manage them, whether it's about politics or, you know, when's that kid going to cut his hair? Uh, when, 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 when are you going to start wearing something that is uh, a little less uh, revealing? When are you going to start dressing like a real professional? Um, you know, those conversations, uh, how do how do you, how do you deal with that? 402-479-1400, if you'd like to weigh in. And, uh, and I guess the other natural question that, uh, uh we always, uh, think about this time of year for sitting down for Thanksgiving, what's your, you know, are you sweet or savory? Uh, are you looking forward to the desserts or are you looking forward to the, uh, the main course and, uh, you know, I, I I volunteered that I I I usually make uh, the mashed potatoes, and so I've got quite the uh, mashed potato recipe. Johnny, am I making you hungry yet? I mean, I'm always hungry. But, uh, <laughs> no, I'm a my I don't know. I'm not much of a cook at all. But the one thing I can cook is what I'm designated for for Thanksgiving every year as green bean casserole. Oh, okay, so. okay. Do you stick to the traditional uh, recipe? For the most part, mm-hmm. I add my little twist to it, but mm-hmm. I mean, it tastes similar. But I don't know. It's successful, so if it's not broke, don't fix it. There you go. Well, and I'll just throw this out there: the other awkward moments that can happen around. Uh, you know, the Thanksgiving dinner table is alcohol consumption, <clears throat> you know, and again, uh, I, I hope the hosts of whoever's hosting your dinner is is aware of the sensitivity of, you know, it's 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 not unlike uh, food allergies, right? If you know that you have somebody uh, attending in, in your home who's uh, uh, who doesn't drink or maybe, you know, is uh, abstains from alcohol for whatever reason. Uh, I hope that uh, people are sensitive to that. And again, it's not, um, you know, I, it, those can be difficult uh, situations. And at the same time, if if you do consume alcohol, hopefully you'll do it for, oh my goodness, to, it responsibly. So, uh, yeah, those can be very difficult moments. Uh, and. Yeah, I think all of us have probably been in those awkward situations where either someone is over-consuming or someone is not consuming and, and people are not being respectful of why that is. So, uh, yeah, family. Family is, uh, those are difficult. But it, I think by the time you get to my age, you know, I'm not the oldest. Well, gosh, will I be the oldest person at the table? Uh, and I don't know. There, well, there's some grandparents and 
and older people, not my grandparents, are all gone, but there's some grandparents uh, around the dinner table. So, uh, But by the time you get to hopefully my age, you're able to navigate this a little easier, and, and I do. I just I, I look forward to the, uh, the Thanksgiving moments. Because, uh, again, it's one of those holidays that you don't have to worry about any <clears throat> uh, religious uh, offensive. Uh, you don't have to worry about someone who you know, doesn't celebrate Christmas or doesn't celebrate, you know, whatever. Uh, I think most of us uh, celebrate this holiday, and so you don't have to worry about uh, hopefully offending anyone <clears throat> of religious beliefs when it comes to uh, this holiday. But, uh, um, but yeah, it can, it, it can be a challenge. And I think, <clears throat> you know, some of those tips of, uh, of how to avoid those awkward moments. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Uh, good luck, <laughs> and I, um, I'll give you a report when I get back. But uh, yeah, so I'm headed to Austin, and like I said, man, the uh, the food is great, and uh, I, I can't fill up too much before Thanksgiving. But yeah, I've got my spots that I like to uh, to visit in Austin, and uh, yeah, get to see my kiddos, and uh, and uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be good. So, are you traveling? Uh, and if so, what's your travel plans? I mean, I, I read that this is going to be one of the most uh, busiest uh, holiday uh, Thanksgivings in some time here in the United States. People flying. So I'm flying out of Lincoln uh, tomorrow morning early. So we'll see how all that goes. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, we'd we be interested. 402-479-1400, talk or text. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, let me tell you what's coming up on tomorrow's show. Uh, Mr. Tom Beckius, chair of your Lincoln City Council for uh, Tom's uh, monthly check-in with us. Uh, and also joining us on the second half of the show tomorrow, Congressman Don Bacon, uh, our second district congressman from the Omaha area, um, is going to be checking in. And my thanks ahead of time to Mr. Doug Fitzgerald, who's guest hosting for me on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, no show Thursday or Friday. Uh, Thanksgiving on Thursday and Friday, the Huskers. Man, I tell you what, that was a heart, another heartbreaking loss by the Huskers. Uh, but again, the volleyball team continues to do great things, and and the basketball teams are cranked up too. So you know we've got one more chance to upset. Uh, is it an upset? I haven't even seen the line of who's favored in uh, that game on on Friday. I assume uh, the Hawkeyes are favored, but uh, hey, it's our house, doggone it. So we can get that sixth win and lock in that bowl game. And uh, and as the weather changes, boy, being someplace uh, warm for the holidays uh sounds pretty darn good to me so hopefully the huskers can uh, turn things around and win that game on on friday against iowa and then uh and then boy the basketball teams often running and and uh, both basketball teams although the ladies uh, lost against creighton and that was a that was a tough game but uh the volleyball team continues to uh, march on to an undefeated season won the big 10 outright big 10 championship <clears throat> over the weekend so uh good for those ladies that's uh boy that's uh, it just uh, we are a volleyball state, boys and girls, if there's any question about that, uh, for sure. Uh, I'd remind you uh, to follow us on X and uh, Facebook. 
Uh, I'll maybe uh, share some Texas photos as we go along for the week, and you can keep track of us uh, as we do our little uh, out-of-state visit. And uh, so, yeah, we appreciate it very much. And I am, uh, just again, to repeat uh, how thankful I am for all of you of tuning in these past uh, several months and uh, you know I, I understand this is maybe a different show than uh, what uh, you're used to hearing and uh, uh, but hopefully I know from what I hear out in the community that you're you're listening and I appreciate it very much so I'm very thankful uh, for that and uh, so yeah uh, and uh, yeah we'll uh, continue to uh, follow this story by Flatwater Free Press uh, on uh, who's buying farmland in Nebraska, and uh, just another uh, interesting. They partnered with uh, UNL to uh, uh, to uh, uh, do this investigative journalism and uh, to dig into the numbers. And because just imagine uh, all of those counties. And and by the way, a correction. I said 49 counties. There's 93 counties, and most of us know that. Uh, 93 counties uh, in Nebraska. And so just imagine. Uh, how difficult that would be in finding those people and uh, uh, finding that information. Kim, you're on line one. Uh, do you have a Thanksgiving tip for our listeners? Well, I just wanted to say, Dan, that I am thankful for you <laughs> and your show. It, it's been great, and I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. And also to all the Uncle Larrys and Aunt Matildas out there, <laughs> Just be kind and be thoughtful. Yeah, that's a great tip. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. Thank you for listening, as always. We appreciate it very much. Um, yes, I mean, that's, that's yeah, just be kind. Uh, I think that's a pretty good standard to start with. Just just be kind. Yeah, for the, for the most part, I think the hosts and the guests all like each other, so why, why be mean and nasty? That's right. Be kind. Folks, <laughs> thank you, Kim. Folks, that's the show. Now go do good things. We'll see you back here next week.